Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Matt. Ah, shit! Fuck! God damn! Okay, this time's for real. Oh, shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh, shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know, like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it? Oh, oh, shit, it's the Nostalgic Front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh, wow, that was, that was adequate. Yeah, that was, like, pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty. And I am Brandon Green. How's it going, Brandon? Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Well, right off the bat, I feel like we should apologize for how goddamn shitty last week's episodes were. Hey, we're learning here, all right? We're not Zoomers. No, we're not. We're not Zoomers. We're millennials. That's right. Stop blaming us for going on spring break. Yeah, I haven't been on spring break in a decade. Uh, I never went on spring break. How are you, man? Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic. Man. I got a got a little bit of a head cold, I'm hoping. Yeah, hoping you don't got corona. Yeah. Buddy, you gotta you gotta get it taken care of. You gotta see a doctor. Call up I can't someone. Yet. Not yet. They won't let you. No, they won't let you. Uh you're at home now, you're done. You 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 won your fights, so you're you're at home. Yeah, yeah. Como stopped all construction in New York for the most part. That's good. Can we talk about how funny it was like about a month ago when you kept saying uh, uh, Kumia instead of Cuomo? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And now uh-huh. you're like his enemy? <laughs> and now Mayor Opie? Yeah, right? Uh, what's new? What have you been up to then? You're feeling sick, but what have you been doing other than that? Oh, uh, working my way through a lot of Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. What are you watching? Uh-huh. I did the, uh, I started a challenge, but I never challenged anybody. <laughs> it was the it was the Up Challenge. Okay. Tell me watch the fifteen. You watch the first 15 minutes of Up. Yeah. And then, and then you record a video. Yeah. Oh, and try to see if you jack off before the wife dies? <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's cool. And it's really hard to get a boner mm-hmm. with all those old people. Not as hard as I thought. Uh, yeah, what, that's fun. What, your boner or getting one? Did you see, the, uh, did you see what I posted, the, the lip sync challenge? Uh-oh. I posted a lip sync challenge of me doing a, a Twista song. Twista, famous, fast rapper. Uh, yeah. But I had my my mask on. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I nailed it, you know? But, you know, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. That's cool. Disney Plus. I've been watching a thing on Disney Plus. Yeah, I watched uh, Guardians 2, mostly all my favorite sequels. Some Guardians yeah. 2, some Iron Man 3. An extremely goofy uh, movie? Yeah. It's on there. Oh, man. Iron Man 3, well, yeah. I think it's the best, it is the best character piece in the entirety of the MCU. Yeah, I bet Hulk's got a pretty big character piece, you know? Hey, 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 come on, keep it clean. Uh, do you think we got a bunch of new listeners because of you out there being, you know, Charlize Theron? <laughs> Wouldn't that be Maybe. funny? They sign in and they're like, Wait, what the fuck is this? I prefer, I prefer to call her Charlize Theron. Oh, I don't get it. Um... I've been watching on put, Disney Plus. Well, it, oh. You put the emphasis on the other syllables. <laughs> the emphasis on other syllables. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, I just finished Wolverine and the X Men, that cartoon series. Yeah. Uh oh boy, is it? Vi- it's so good. Good. I think it's. I mean, it's way better than the the '90s one. The '90s one's good because it's like nostalgia and everything. But this is like great beginning. And I can't believe they only did one season. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, 
And then I started, I've been really on this X-Men kick lately again. And so I also found a podcast that I want to shout out really quick. Let me pull it up. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my phone to try to make sure I get the title correct. It is, um, it's called Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. Have you ever heard this? No. It's so good. It's these two guys. They just explain X-Men and they, they're, they're all like, um, they're not NPR people, but they're, they're like it. Like, you know, our podcast is shit. It's just us talking over each other. They're like yeah. really good. And like, it sounds like you're learning about science or something, but it's all just about the X-Men. And Very. I binged like 10 episodes last night. What were you doing while you were binging them? Winning the fucking Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs again, huh? Ah, oh, gross. It was great. I won I, a Super Bowl LIV in my Madden 19. Uh, I beat the, the Saints 58 to like 17. <laughs> I had a game where I threw eight touchdowns with Pat Mahomes. It's a little under his typical production. Yeah, I know. He's been, he was banged up. Also, my backup is a fake. Uh, he's like a fake player. His name is, uh, I think, Cole Summers, maybe. Uh, I don't know if he's related to Scott Summers or not, but uh, he's Ooh. also great. But so, so pre, uh, Pat Mahomes was gone for three games of the season, and this guy went out and threw like three touchdowns a game and ran a bunch. It was really great. Scott Summers. His name is Cole Summers, but he might be related to Scott Summers. Uh, maybe he's uh, uh, Cable's cousin. He could be. Did I tell you – did you see the tweet I did about the X-Men, about my quarantine? Uh-uh. Here, I'll read it to you real quick. Uh, this is my apartment as X-Men characters. The couch is Professor X because it's very important. The TV is Wolverine because he's the best. Uh, my computer is Beast because it's so smart. Rogue is the refrigerator, uh, because it's sexy and cool. Uh, my blankets are Storm, you know, because they control the weather. Uh, Jubilee is a chair because it's new and cool. The microwave is Jean Grey because it's magic, and the oven is Cyclops because it sucks. Whoa. I hate Cyclops. Yeah? Yeah. Do you like Cyclops? He's a complex character. He's a Cyplex character. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, what else? Let's, uh, do you want to take a break and bring in our fantastic guests for the day? Sounds fantastic. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, this is Jess Reed, and if you're looking for a sweet treat and some bad times, find me at Well Shit Baked Goods on Insta or Twitter. Thanks a lot, guys. And we're back. Ooh, what a great commercial. It was a great commercial, buddy. Uh, speaking of great, we got a great guest today on the show. Damn right we do. Uh, we always have great guests. Uh, this week, since well, we're, I mean, yeah, some of them have sucked shit. Uh, this week, since we are uh, using the internet for our guests, we have a guest from far away. Um, now, yeah, now listeners, uh, you guys might have known her. Uh, she's open for Maria Bamford. Uh, she has a Comedy Central half hour special, uh, and she's releasing great videos during this terrible quarantine on her Instagram and Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our guest. Nora Didi! Yay! Thank you. That was so nice. Hey, thanks for being on the show. How are you? Oh my god. Thank you. Oh, oh, I'm good. Oh my god. I'm so happy to talk to you guys. Yeah. Uh, It's just good to have something to do, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, How's Toronto? Is it the same as here? Is is it shut down? Well, um, so, um, somewhat, I would say, I don't know to what extent compared to you guys yeah uh we can still like um we had 
uh, non-essential services shut down, but then the list of essential services were like 75. So it's like (laughs) (laughs) pet grooming is essential. Apparently in Toronto, you gotta (laughs) keep your pets groomed. Um, it's okay. I mean, people are self isolating. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, I feel like it's looking at the news in the States. I feel like we've got it pretty good compared to you guys. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Let alone this city. I mean, I might get a Corona test just for fun. <laughs> 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 just to use my health care, you know, yeah, see if right? the card still works. Sure, sure. Please uh, swab the inside of your nose. That's fun. Yeah, yeah right? I didn't yeah, know one who time. knows? I spit in a uh, uh, one of those uh, 23 and Me's, you know? I spit in it, but then I got nine other guys to spit in it, too, and mailed it off. So we're going to see what we got, you know? It's fun to play with science. Uh, okay, so, Noor, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in uh, Jordan in the Middle East. Oh. What yeah, city? In uh, Amman, the capital. Amman, okay. Is there, how big is Jordan? I don't know. I mean, uh, he's 6'6", 230 pounds. Hell of a wingspan, too, right? Wait, what What was that, Brendan? Oh, Jordan. He's 6'6", 230 pounds. Oh, Michael Jordan. Yes. yes. Funny you should yeah. say that. One time I told a girl in the States that I was from Jordan, and she said, oh, like Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 and I turned it into a bit in my stand-up, and I say, yes, I am from Michael Jordan. We're the former pro basketball country, and Air Jordan is our airline. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I fly Kansas Air. You do. Kansas why do you? <laughs> why do you fly Kansas Air, Reem? Oh, uh, because it's a nice discount airline. But you got to make sure you travel light uh, because you why only carry on your wayward son. <laughs> See, we're good with jokes around here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are we just new- doing our acts to the, oh, the yeah. listeners. <laughs> anything though, anything that helps us uh, get through the time. Uh, okay, so now, Nor, growing up there, what? Um, when did you move to Canada? 2006 to st- uh, to do um, to study at McGill. I don't know why I said to do to do my studies. To do, oh sure, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, a lot of people like it was just in my high school. We mm-hmm. would apply to schools in either England, <laughs> the U.S., Canada, um, and I feel like those are the three countries we would all study at. Yeah. Um, and I chose Canada because I got into McGill, which was the best school I got into. And compared to the U.K. Um, <laughs> programs, there are very rigid. Like if you pick, if you study something. You can't really do any electives. There's uh, only like one midterm and a final. There's no assignments. So it's like really rigid as a struct, like um, as an educational system. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Canada and the US, you get to pick electives and do majors and minors. And like, and I, I would always cram for tests. So if you give me assignments, like I'm going to do better overall because you're going to break up how I can get my grades. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I decided to study in, uh, at McGill in Montreal. Do you still do that? Do you still cram? Like if you have like a writing deadline or something, do you do it all like yes. the hour before? Ah, I love it. Yes, 100%. That's yeah. me. <laughs> Were you, Reem? I'm not much, I'm, oh, I was just saying I'm not much of, I'm not much of a crammer. Uh, I'm more of a cranner and that'll, that really bogs you down. What is that joke? Man? Cranberries. Okay, Cranberries all right. are made in bogs. Thank know, you. Man. I just hey. woke up from a nap. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Reem, did you cram? What were you like when you took tests? Were you cram or did you study? Oh, I, I didn't study. Yeah, me neither, buddy. I, I no. still, I would like literally look at a thing as hard as like, like not even like studying. I would just look at a paper really hard and then go into class and hope that it, some of that stuck into my brain, you know? I was so dumb. One time, 
I got in trouble once because I talked three other guys into uh, filling out all A, all B, all C, and all D on Ooh, a uh, big test. Run? Yeah. Just for the for the science side of it, to see which sure. ones <laughs> the, who got the best grade. So you were doing science. You just were supposed to be doing like an yeah. English test or something. Yeah. History. 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 Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, Noor. So uh, did you, growing up over there, uh, what, uh, do you have brothers and sisters? I have one younger sister. Younger sister. Okay. So when you Three grew years up. Three younger. Yeah. Is, is this, this is a major city or is this like a town, more of a smaller town or? No, major city. In fact, there are towns that I go to in Canada and the U.S. and I'm like, I don't know how you people live here. Like, this is insane. <laughs> this is so small. Yeah. I don't know how you're getting by with a, like, with a set, with a, I'm trying to think of an American reference right here because I was going to say a Tim Hortons, which is super sure. Canadian. Right. We know it. Um, you guys know you're familiar with the oh, tips? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A, um, a lot of uh, a lot of small towns in Middle America have Culvers, and that that helps us. Yeah, well. Culvers. Right. There you go. Yeah, so it's like very big city, uh, malls, nightlife, restaurants. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much happening in Jordan. Like, I never felt like. I never felt like I didn't live somewhere nice, you know, or somewhere vibrant. And there's actually so much culture there, like, because historically, like, from, um, like, we basically have so many historical sites, like Petra is one of the seven Mm -hmm. wonders of the world. It's a city that's carved in stone. Yeah, for sure. So you get the life, but then when you travel around the country, there's so much cool, like, archaeological, archaeological, archaeological. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're yes, getting there now. Cool. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also, if you could drive to the Dead Sea, like from the capital Amman, Petra is a four-hour drive. The Dead Sea is a one-hour drive. It's uh, the lowest point uh, on in the entire Earth. It's Whoa. where Christ was baptized. Thank you. Yeah. And if you go into the sea, you float. You, you. It's yeah. physically impossible to drown. Yeah. Like that I- Lumineer song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's what they were singing it about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a really good Lumineers impression. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. I, my brother, when he was in the army, at some point they went to the Dead Sea, and that's what he he had all these photos of him like floating or people floating or whatever, you know. Yeah, if you're floating out here. I will say. Once the salt, it's you float because there's so much salt in the water. Mm-hmm. But if the salt gets into your eyes, it's extremely painful. For sure, yeah. Uh, it's, it's done. So when you were a kid, did you hang out? Did you have like a? Did you live in a neighborhood, and do you have friends that you hung out with there, or who did you hang out with if you had just only a l- younger sibling? Like who were your friends? Yeah. So, um, so I had. Uh, okay, so I gotta tell you some things about my life. Please. First is my earliest memories. I actually lived for, in Scotland for four years. What? Oh. From, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, because of my, my dad is a doctor and he was doing his uh, fellowship at the, uh, in, um, in Glasgow. He's a radiologist and I guess the college of radiologists there. We were there for four years because of yeah. his work. So my earliest memories of hanging out would be with uh, my sister and also my neighbors in Scotland and yeah. uh, my friends at school. There's this oh, one sure. girl named Moira who was my best friend who I have no idea how to get in touch with her, where she lives, who what she, what she's about? doing. It's 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's at home. <laughs> I know exactly how to get in touch with Moira. <laughs> <laughs> is that we're going to track Moira down? That's what the so podcast Moira is now. Were, 
We, listen, Nor, I'm going to be honest. Our podcast, we've been going a while. This is our 150th episode. We got to pivot. We either got to figure out who killed John Bonet Ramsey, or we got to track right. down your childhood friend, Moira. Okay. Perfect. That's your other podcast. Reem doesn't like science, so we're going to have to go with Moira. Uh, <laughs> do you remember where you lived in Glasgow? Yes, Shelley Court Road. Hmm. There was a pond nearby. Yeah. We lived near a hotel, and we went to Kelvindale Primary School. Kelvindale. And I'm going to send you, there's photos of the pond, and my sister mm-hmm. one time fell in the pond. I remember this. <laughs> Did you love it? And we had like, to take yeah. her home. <laughs> I mean, I didn't understand the gravity of it. Mm-hmm. My parents were like, it's the first time I remember seeing them, like, upset. Yeah. Uh, and like, I had to take her home and like shower her. They're like, you don't want to get any diseases or whatnot. But I just thought it was funny. I, I don't know. <laughs> now, Reem, you, lo- you love Glasgow. You love Scotland because of the DuckTales, of course. Uh, I, yeah. love, I love Glasgow. I went there in college. I don't think we've ever talked about this. I spent like three or four days in Glasgow, and it's one of my favorite cities on earth. Isn't that weird? You follow it on Twitter. I do. That's my, literally, that's my trending topics on Twitter is Glasgow, Scotland, because I can't handle having your United States trending topics. So I love Glasgow. Uh, I stayed in a hostel. I had a great time. Have you ever been to the, you were young, so probably not, but there's this big cemetery there that's really great uh, that has like graves from like the 1500s and shit. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm sure it's still there. I'd hope so. Uh, but I saw so that's fantastic. So do you, so you have a lot of memories of Glasgow, Nor? I do. I remember it being, uh, I, I do. I remember a lot of things. I remember my uh, school, the people I used to sit at, the, t- the table I used to sit at in the third grade. It was me and all the other, I remember, I don't know if this was on purpose. Mm-hmm. It was me and the immigrant kids who were my <laughs> friends. <Yeah. laughs> Anyone with a tan had their yeah. own separate table. Razwan <laughs> was someone. Um, I don't remember. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I luckily I have a lot of photos to look back at and sure. see like um trying to remember people and where we lived and it was really beautiful. I I look back and I think, oh, I, I had a really nice time there. Yeah. And so in ninety six we moved back to Jordan and I had a Scottish accent when I moved. That's so and my cousins would make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. I um and um, that's another thing to answer your question. Who did I hang out with? I have a lot of cousins. Yeah. Um, and on both my mom and my dad's side. And I would hang out with them a lot. Like cool. growing up. And yeah, I had, I have, so I have seven aunts and eight uncles on my mom's side. Ooh. And uh, you would kind of hang out with your cohort. Like people, cousins mm-hmm. that were born within three to four years of your age range, those would be right. your friends. Yeah. And those would be the ones that you would like hang out with and your moms would set play dates for. Mm-hmm. That's great. Reem, did you, were, did you have a big cousin life back there? <laughs> Not really. I was, um, that, that's uh-huh. me, yeah. Did your parents? How many? Like my cousins lived like an hour away, and oh. we'd play when we did holiday stuff. But it wasn't like, you know, how some cousins are just like thick. Yeah, that's how. I guess. That's how we were more like Nora's family. We're like my parents would hang out with their cousins from their age range, who then all had kids. So then they would always be over at our house. And so like my cousin Dustin and I, he was my first best friend. Like we hung out constantly, and you know. And, like, my sister had her, like, her level of Kelly and Amy. That's who was always over and stuff. Um, and it was I'm kind closer of fun. Yeah. With, 
I'm closer with my cousins as adults than we ever were as kids. Oh yeah. Do you, Nor? Do you still keep in touch yeah. with all these these cousins, or do we have to track no, them down too? <laughs> it's really hard because they all live in Jordan and I live yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's allowed to go outside anymore. <laughs> no. So it's even harder. <laughs> well, you know what? Jordan was way ahead of this mm-hmm. pandemic than so many other countries. They stopped, they closed the uh, physical land borders weeks ago. They stopped oh, really? inter- all flights, like, yeah, like last Tuesday. Like, they're ahead of the, yeah, they're ahead of the game. Good. Meanwhile, good. you guys are letting, and you're like, oh, you have Corona VIP, come in. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was working construction. I was working construction <laughs> up until Friday. Yeah. So. Reem fought the power. He, had a, he oh. like, led a revolution to get them to shut down construction in New York City. Isn't that crazy? Tell us everything. I want to hear about that. <laughs> oh, just pretty much all over Twitter for the last two weeks. And got, uh, as a result, was because uh, I was replying to, like, pretty much anything the governor or mayor would say. Construction sites are freaking dirty. And, yeah. Uh, not good to keep yourself clean or social distance. And uh, wound up getting interviewed by the New York Times, Vice, the city, and mm-hmm. Gothamist all yeah. in the last week. And he didn't mention the fucking podcast one time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they could be you know, like, I was anonymous. Well, for sure. But I mean, you take your mask off for a second, your anonymous mask, and you go, by the way, I mean, a buddy of mine's got this podcast called The Nostalgia Frog. Really fun stuff, you know? Uh, yeah. So that's where we're, I, I, it's like we're living in a, uh, I guess I could say a nightmare. Uh, so that's, that's happening. Um, do you have roommates, Norm? No, I live by myself. Thank you. Oh, but you're, are you bored? Are you going crazy? I am. I am. I really <laughs> am. I don't, I don't leave the house unless I need to. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing a lot of FaceTime calls, but then also those are getting exhausting. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, this is fun because we're connecting to do this podcast, but like I, cause I'm wor- right now where I'm sitting, I've been working home from home for the last week now. This is where I sit all day to work from home. So when it's one of these, I'm doing the same thing, but it's for work. I'm like, um, yeah, uh, okay, I will uh, try to get you that email really soon, you know? And, like, I got to put clothes on and shit. And then, like, my wife, like, across the room is working at her desk doing real stuff. And I'm like, it's, it's such a new night. Like, work sucked, but now work sucks for, like, other reasons, you know? I wonder yes. how many people have stood up in the middle of a work call in the last two weeks and forgot they had no pants. <laughs> yeah, no pants, yeah. I literally did a 40-minute, a uh, like, conference call that I was on for work, and the entire time, my cat was in my lap. So, like, if, if I had to stand up, I couldn't. <laughs> Maddie was just fast asleep in my lap. Do you have pets, Nor? I don't. I was thinking of getting a dog for the longest time. Yeah. But because I'm a comic, I travel a lot. I'm mm-hmm. on the road. I just thought that, you know, I would not be home with the dog and yeah. it would be expensive to have to have to keep paying for a dog walker. Mm-hmm. Um, but this pandemic is sure putting things into perspective for <laughs> yeah. me. But by the fucking I started the... naming my plants. <laughs> <laughs> but what are, what are some of their names? Thank you. What are you at? So I have I have two pl- I have two I have two life plants that I haven't killed because they're snake plants and those are hard to kill. Yeah. And I gave them bilingual, both Arabic and English names. Okay. The first is Jude. Okay. And the second is Karma. Karma? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Karma, but if I were to pronounce it in Arabic, I'd say Karma. Oh, sure. Is that what you say? Karma Ujud. 
Yeah. What, now, what, what, let me hear. See, obviously, I. Go ahead. Obviously, I'd uh, I'd have to go with puns for yeah. my plant names. You know, some dumb stuff like Leaf Erickson. That's an easy <laughs> one. Yeah, that's stuff. good. If I so my we've, the, we've got two plants, and I call them uh, God. I hope you make it, and please don't die, because that's because <laughs> that's the only thing I ever say to them. I just walk in the house and I say, "Please don't die. We need yeah. you. We don't see trees no more." You know. Uh, I took okay. So you're still at least going I've out killed, a little I, bit. I've killed two plants. Wait, why? Yeah, I try to go for what? Well, no, the, the plants I've killed over the years. That's not important, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I try to go for walks in the park mm-hmm. because I, I live near a park here in Toronto, and people are being good for the most part. They're socially distancing. Like last week, some people were playing basketball, and I couldn't really understand yeah. that. Some people were playing frisbee, Ugh. and I was like, "What are you doing?" But okay. And- Frisbee's at least a very throwing. social distance game, though. Yeah, but they're throwing. If they have the disease and they touch it, they're throwing right. the disease around. You're right. You're right. You're right. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, you got a point there. I uh, the last. So I went out yesterday. It makes for. Uh, I was gonna say uh, the social distancing and the pandemic make for some really good games of tag, though. Yeah. They, yeah, for sure. Because it's pretty intense. Yeah, there's there's yeah, something at stake. Yeah. Tag, you're it, and you have COVID. Yeah, tag, you're it, and you're done. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, tag, get tested. Yes, yesterday, our dog, um, I have a dog, Murphy. He, so he had a bunch of medical problems back in January, and he's fine now, but we had to do his final checkup with the neurosurgeon and everything. And that was, just happened to be yesterday, and we had, couldn't not go. And so I took him in a car there, and that was the first time I've seen Brooklyn in like a, like basically a week. And it is crazy. You don't see anybody on the street unless you pass a doctor's office. And then you see lines of people outside and they're all six feet apart and on, like up the block. Uh, and we take, I took him to the vet and I ended up having a wonderful conversation with the Uber driver because he's like, I haven't driven all week. This is the first time I've driven. So the two of us were the first people we'd talked to other than like our families in the last week. So like him and I had like a whole bonding experience and I ended up tipping him a hundred percent because I'm like, buddy, just go home. You don't even need this, you know? Ugh. But so that's kind of where, where I've been at. Um, all right. Well, uh, let me ask you this now. When you're growing up, what was the shit? What were you into? You were playing with your cousins, but like, uh, was there Jordanian television or were you watching getting stuff from America or stuff from like England or? Yeah. So there's a lot, actually they would dub cartoons in Arabic for us to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, every Jordanian child grew up watching this soccer program mm-hmm. and I had to look it up because I was doing this podcast and I yeah. wanted to let you know which one it was. So in Arabic, it was called Captain Majid. And Majid okay. is an Arabic name, but it's actually a Japanese cartoon called Captain Tsubasa okay. that they dubbed in Arabic for us to watch. And like, we were all obsessed with it. It was hmm. any, ask any Jordanian child, they will know that. Yeah. Also, there's another one. So because that was so popular, they dubbed another soccer show called Moero Top Striker. That one was like, if you want to say like, um, one was the Pepsi and one was the Coke. Like okay. one was more popular, but a lot of people still watch the other one. And also, fun fact: in Jordan, Pepsi is way more popular than Coke. Really? Oh. Do you know, yes. Like what happened there? Why? I don't know. Did, so it's when just you the number one brand when you moved to Canada, were you like, oh my god, you got to try this Coca Cola stuff? 
Well, I am a I am a orange crush drinker, oh, but sure. we don't have orange crush in Jordan. So it was a culture shock to yeah. me. It's called Miranda or Fanta. Yeah. Okay. Fanta. What's this orange crush? Ooh. Two words? I gotta say two words when I order my pop? Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Fanta's got a Fanta's got an interesting backstory. What's that? Tell me about it. Well, it was made by the Nazis. Really? Yeah. What was made <laughs> by the Nazis? Fanta. Fanta. The Why? soda. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Keep talking about it. I, I need. I don't have enough details. I just know the overlying fact that wow. uh, the I Nazis made Fanta. The second this episode's over, we're going to Google it and be like, ah, nah, he was thinking of uh, BMW or something. <laughs> no, uh, no, tell him the truth. I yeah. wouldn't lie to kick it. Thank you. Hey, Reem, when you uh, blow your nose, mute your mic for me. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm this. just waiting for you to... No, no, not right now. Where'd he go? I lost him. Anyways, uh, I'm just waiting for Reem to go to the bathroom and forget that he's got the... Because he's using the earbuds. And so we just <gasps> hear him washing his hands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so uh, you're, you're watching those shows. Did you ever get any... What about like films and stuff like that? Did you ever get any pull from... Like America or England, or were you always just oh, kind of yeah. watching this? Like, what was the big movie when you were a kid? What was your favorite? Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, sure. How could you not? Like, that's, I feel like, isn't that the movie of all of our childhood? <laughs> Is it? I, I mean, sure. No. Toodaloo! Remember that part? When he puts his head in the pot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Father of the Bride I liked as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I just watched the other night a movie that was really good. I watched uh, One Fine Day. Have you seen this? No. It's from that same. Good song. Yeah, it is a great song. It's from that same area. It's got George Clooney in it, and uh, maybe I don't remember who else was in it, but it, it was just like a rom com. It was George Clooney before they knew he was like a really good actor. Uh, okay. But it reminded me of all those like uh, Parenthood and like uh, uh, Father of the Bride, all that era of movies. Uh, right. All that era of Steve Martin. Yeah, a lot of it reminded me of a Steve Martin movie for sure. Also, shout I like out, the Out of Towners. Oh yeah, with uh, the home. So, sorry, to interrupt you. Guys. There's no interruption. This is what the okay. show. If you were sitting on like... the couch with us, we would be talking over <laughs> each other, the exact same amount. I want to give a shout out to Home Alone. Like no matter oh, where yeah. you grew up, come on, mm-hmm. that was maybe that's the movie of our childhood. Yeah, I home, home Alone is great. That is for sure. Uh, and it's a movie of uh, a lot of people's childhoods. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of the best uh, holiday movies. Sorry yeah. to lay down. You had to lay down. I, we don't think Reem's got corona, but Reem definitely has a bug. And so the listeners, you guys might not have noticed it, but it's been very fun as we're connecting with him to be like, is this it? Is this when he goes out? Is this when he nods out? Uh, Home Alone, have you seen all the sequels? Do you follow up with Home Alone 2 Lost in New York? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Home Alone 2 is one of the best sequels ever. Yes, and you love sequels. Especially for like older sequels where yeah. they're pretty much just going to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But up the up the uh, stakes. Mm-hmm. That's what they did on Home Alone 2 and it was great. Yeah. Plus, it's fun that the uh, television ABC family edit of it yeah. uh, doesn't have Trump in it. <gasps> Oh really? yeah, I know that yeah, they. I know that CB, the, uh, Canada, Canada did that over Christmas. They yeah. aired it once and edited it out too. They they the funny thing is they edited him out for time, like, <laughs> tw- like twenty years ago. Yeah, it has nothing to do with him being a, the worst president we've ever had. Yeah, 
So then that, all yeah. of his super fan boys. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? No, Norm? Uh, for Home Alone 2, I don't know why when Brendan was talking about the sequel, it just brought back a memory. Um, did you, so did you guys watch movies with your parents? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my dad was very serious growing up, but I just remember in this Home Alone 2 when he's throwing bricks at them and it hits them in the face. <laughs> yeah. I remember my dad laughing so hard like I had never seen him laugh before. And that <laughs> just brought back the memory for me. I love that. The, That's, uh. Uh, the, uh, they have a documentary series on uh, Netflix, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure we can all check out now that we're quarantined, but it's uh, the spinoff of the toys that made us. It's called the movies that made us. Oh yeah, and they have a really they have a really good episode about the making of Home Alone. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it's really funny hearing them talk to the stunt guys because, oh, shit. like, so many of the stunts they were like wide shot, just like you know the hairy stunt man is taking a giant dive off of the yeah stairs and onto the sidewalk. The stunt guys are, like, grizzled. They're like, I took 27 bricks to the fucking teeth that day. Yeah. I love when, uh, I love when he gets electrocuted, but he still has an after Oh, yeah. I mean, fantastic in writing. Great casting. Yeah. Everything's great in that. Uh, goddamn. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, baby. Get it out, dude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, that's all right, man. We're all getting through this. This is already a thousand, no offense to Ryan Solomon, a thousand times better than last week's episode. I think we can all agree that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, didn't know what we were I think doing. it's important. We're, and we're being a lot more uh, patient of each other talking. Yes, for sure. We're being polite. We're being Cause, nice. Because there's, like there's like a slight delay and it doesn't really have all the channels at once. That's true. And we're one week, we're one week further into this now. We're all better at being on the phone. We're all better at being into the computers, you know? One week ago was a different time, you know? It was. I talk to my parents every day. They fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you, no, do you keep in touch during all this? Are your so parents funny. freaked out? Yeah, I, this is the thing. The good news is now I call my dad every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bad news is I call my dad every day. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> So my dad is a doctor in Jordan mm-hmm. and he's still going into work every day. And I was really worried, but the Corona patients are not at the hospital he works at They're mm-hmm. in a separate isolated hospital and they've stabilized all the cases. They're doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like, honestly, I'm just people who work in the healthcare industry. Like, thank you so much. We owe you so yeah. much. Absolutely. You know, like I see a lot of posts on Twitter about like, this is my mom. She's a doctor and she's handling all the Corona patients. And it's like, and I, did you guys see that video of the Saudi doctor whose kid came to hug him? And he was like, no, no, stay oh, away. Fuck. And then he started crying. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to send it to you guys. It's on Twitter. Golly. It's truly heartbreaking. I Yeah, because uh, when I was going through all this stuff with uh, structured workers, one of my biggest issues is, I mean, there's 150,000 construction workers in New York mm-hmm. and we would all take the trains with everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm building uh, luxury apartments. That's like the cheapest apartment in the building. I'm in is a hundred, uh, one and a half million dollars. Yeah. Nobody, like, that's not essential. <laughs> like you shouldn't have been working for the last <laughs> seven days. Yeah. Ugh. And like uh, I, I, somebody on Twitter posted a photo of her, her sister, who's a doctor, sitting on the train, 
and completely surrounded by neon construction. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. The I was watching it yesterday on uh, just normal news on the local news. They did a uh, a uh, press conference for New Jersey, the state of New Jersey, and it was the governor talking. And this press, let's say this press conference started at 10 a.m. And when they start talking, they're like, yesterday in the state of New Jersey, we had 36 deaths or whatever. And he gave a real number that was very serious. And they spoke. And he, But at the beginning of the press conference, he's like, today we've had three deaths at the beginning of this press conference. And then he talks for like 20 minutes. And then another person comes in, another official. And when she starts talking, she's like, I just want to let everybody know that we have now had 18 deaths. So just in the like the six minutes or whatever, there was all, or the 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 20 minutes of that interview, there were six more deaths. And so it's just, it's in like two weeks, it's going to be so fucking real that it feels like we're like, uh, it's so weird. Well, yeah. America has not, like I read that they now have the number one, like number yeah. one number of global cases, right? Mm-hmm. It's really scary. And it's not, this guy you have, like, like I can't uh, believe he's in power. I truly, yeah. I sometimes think we're in like a, in a movie or yeah. it's a parody well, or satire. Like I just can't believe. Yeah, it. Uh, my girlfriend posted like one of the perfect memes uh, last week, and she uh, is it was a lizard person, mm-hmm. and uh, it said, uh, "Hey, uh, sorry about all this. We just wanted to see how you guys would react. We're going to reset the simulation in 2016." well there is a thing that i've seen like this is somebody else's theory that's kind of just a joke obviously but that hadron collider thing in wherever the fuck that is you know it like did some weird bleep in like the middle of 2016 and like they were like it was a weird thing happened and something weird happened in 2016 with the hadron collider and then ever since then everything's been just a fucking maybe i don't know but it's just so weird how like now we live in this crazy existence. Literally, it's like, well, I was try- I tried to make a tweet about this, like, okay, imagine going back to the middle of December and just tell, like talking to yourself, like three and a half yeah. months ago and being like, all right, so here's what's going to happen. Kobe Bryant and his daughter are going to die tragically in a helicopter crash. And you'd be like, holy shit. And you're like, no, 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 no. It gets so much worse, you know? Oh my like, God. Ugh. Yeah. It's crazy. Ah, anyway, so cartoons. What was your favorite cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cartoons did you watch, Nor? Um, so I watched those and a bunch of other ones that were dubbed. Like there was one called Lady Lady. I tried looking up mm. the original one. I couldn't mm-hmm. find it. So a lot, all the, um, with the exception of those two, like soccer ones, all the other <laughs> ones were Sorry. very sad. It's okay. Well, there's a kid named Marco whose mom left him and he was looking for her and. Argentina. That's like you and Moira. Buenos Aires. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think. No, I'm I'm accessing my memories right now. There's I can see so it. many cart yeah, you could th- there's so many cool cartoons that there was one where these was these kids were like traveling to find a, a, a treasure and oh man, there's just so many. I there's like so it. many. I like that because I watch, uh, like, when I found out about certain things, like, for instance, like, I, can, I heard there was that Canadian show, The Littlest Hobo, which maybe you're familiar with, but it's like, Reem, if you've never heard of this, basically, it's Highway to Heaven, but instead of those two guys, it's a dog, and it just keeps going to different towns, and every week it has a new adventure, and huh. when I was a kid, we had shows in America like that, like Matlock or Highway to Heaven or whatever, but I just love the idea of other countries 
version of that that was like, well, we just got to put TV on, you know? Like Degrassi was one of those things for Canada and stuff like that. And there's all these British shows like uh, uh, EastEnders and stuff. I think it's fun, like, every country has their own, like, we just got to fucking fill time, you know? Yeah, uh, I so I would watch, uh, so there's these programs that were made in Syria. So Syrian and Egyptian television is the best in the Middle East. Egyptians are known for their movies mm-hmm. and their plays, and Syrians are known for their sitcoms. Cool. And there, yeah, that's when I start, fell, fell in love with comedy. There would be these Syrian sitcoms about families and a guy who would, like, going like just going to work and he would pretend he would go undercover and that he was the boss who'd pretend to go undercover in all the different departments in his office like so they those were the like those were the programs that made me love comedy yeah is that how you got the comedy bug that and of course missed outfire is that how you got <laughs> yeah make, <laughs> don't think i don't sense the sarcasm yeah. there with mrs doubtfire hey. It's great. He throws fruit at fucking James Bond. That's wild, you know? I forgot about that scene. It's so That's good. so good. It's so good. <laughs> it was uh, a drive-by fruity. It was a drive-by fruity. <laughs> Did you, now, okay, Nora, I gotta ask you this. You said you talked to your dad a lot. How often yeah. does he bring up uh, that scene in Home Alone 2 when they're chucking the bricks at those fucking guys? <laughs> like, is he laughing? Zero. No, it was just a memory I accessed. Ah, you gotta right ask now. him about it. I love the idea yeah. of him thinking about it every day, you know? He would not even remember. He'd be like, what are you talking about? This is a pandemic. Somebody I comes don't in. have the time for you and your jokes. Somebody I've already... Can- <laughs> Somebody comes into his like doctor's office or whatever, the hospital, and they got like a like a, a bruise on their face, and he's like, "Hold on, I bet I know how you got this." <laughs> Were you in New York recently? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, God damn, I remember that with my dad. We were when we were a kid, which my dad has always had a pretty good taste in comedy and stuff like that. But uh, I remember watching. I had a bunch of friends over, and we were watching Ace Ventura Two when Nature Calls, and my dad was just tears streaming down his face laughing so hard and and my friends are all laughing and I'm laughing and I never that was the first time I had that experience where I watched him like can't breathe laugh so hard uh it was so fun that uh obviously that rhino scene is one of the funniest thing ever put to uh film yeah have you seen the Ace Venturas Nor? Of course. Mm -hmm. I'm just now you're reminding me I love Jim Carrey. Oh yeah. Ace Ventura Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. Truman, me, myself, and Irene. Yeah. Like, he is such an iconic comedic actor. And I feel like also, no matter where you grew up in the world, you watched him sure. and his movies. Isn't it, yeah. isn't it crazy? Uh, the Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura all came out in the same year. Yeah. No, they didn't. And they just took over. 1994. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that nuts? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's weird how things like that. I'm like, oh, there's other things, too. Like, I... Uh, there's a weird thing I looked up one time about how like 1984, 1994, and 2004 all released really, really good movies. And then 2014 didn't. Like it just didn't have any classics or any big ones. But like 84, 94 has. Yeah. I was guys. thinking about that today yeah. for a fun size. 84 has the movies. Yeah. What do you got? 2024, the yeah. three of us will write a hit comedic movie. We're going to get... We're going to get both Steve Martin and Jim Carrey to thank start you, it. Thank you. All right. Uh, the opening scene, they're chucking bricks at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this Jordanian doctor walks by and says, it's been done. You know? Oh, I love it. I love it. 
Uh, oh. damn. Okay, so you're growing up over there, and uh, once you get to high school and stuff like that, what were you into? Did you ever do sports or anything like that, or were you into no, drama not, or any of that? I was not good at sports. The only team that uh, accepted me was the female rugby team, because it mm. was the first ever <laughs> rugby team, and they just needed people. Yeah. And we would travel to play games. I would go to practice every week, but I never got to play in any of the real games. <laughs> oh, no. They never... <laughs> You're like it's Rudolph. Camp body. Yeah. Did you uh did you like rugby even? No, I just wanted some team to take me. I wanted to be part of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, did you like watching I wanted, sports? Uh um I I feel like every Jordan like soccer yeah, is, it's a, so big. is a semi religion there. Mm-hmm. So like there's yeah, no I mean, yeah multiple cartoons about it yeah right? well, not even we would we would import japanese cartoons yeah. and dub them in arabic yeah yeah and um it every time there's a euro cup or a world cup like people go crazy they dress up they buy flags let's say you're rooting for spain and they win a match and it's euro cup you go out in your cars yeah. you're honking you're there's a parade like it's insane it's like yeah People are so obsessed with it. And so I, my dad would watch it and I would watch it with him. And mm-hmm. he would also watch WWE sometimes. And I would Sick. tune in for that. Yeah. Um, so Your dad would... kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kicking asses and diseases. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. saving lives and beating Hell ass. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, I, what about, like, did you guys have anything like uh, drama or any of that kind of stuff? Did you ever do plays or musicals or? Absolutely. I oh, yeah. did. What was your until... Oh man, I would do what, well, honestly, whatever role they would give me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I never got one of the main roles because, well, okay, let me try and remember what plays I was in. Were there, was it, was it like always staples? background. Yeah. You're a tree um, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Like a townsperson. Yeah. <laughs> you walk out and say, you walk out and say, uh, Okay, he's over there. And then your fucking parents clap and then you can yeah. go drink juicy juice out back. There's photos of me. Yeah. There was the West Side story I auditioned Ooh. for. But I would but I so in high school I chose to go the science route. Mm-hmm. Like Reem. Was, really? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just bird and Reem there. Yeah. Um, because my dad is a doctor and he wanted me to be one. And so to keep my options open, I had to take chemistry and bio and math. Mm-hmm. And there was no space in my schedule to take drama, which I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so obviously the people who are in the drama class are going to get the main roles. Yeah. So I never got anything, Back. unfortunately. Yeah. So um, I wish I was in more uh, plays uh, in uh, high school. I just, yeah, studied and went to rugby. And yeah, sure. That was pretty much it. <laughs> was you, did you like school? Like, did you like, were you, yeah, you said you crammed and stuff like that, but like, did yeah. you enjoy, were you a smart student? Did you excel or? I was a smart student. I got really good grades, but I hated my, okay, so I was in one school until, so came back from Glasgow, mm-hmm. was in a school from the third to the sixth grade, which I loved. And then my parents moved me to a new school in sixth grade and I hated it. Mm-hmm. And my friends were really cool, but we I never took classes with them. Mm-hmm. And towards high school, like there were these guys who bullied me in my oh, classes. Shit. Yeah, it was bad. Why did they bully you? Did you suck? I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you my bully right now? Hey, I, <laughs> listen. I had some be. I never really got bullied, but anytime I saw somebody get bullied, I'd be like, uh, 
okay, uh, you know, they're at fault or, okay, those bullies kind of have the right idea. This guy sucks shit, you know? You can always kind of feel it out. So I'm wondering, were you being well, maliciously bullied or were you like, uh, you know, wiping your boogers on the walls and stuff, you know? No, I wasn't. I kept to myself, honestly. Right. I just think I was like, an easy target because I was mm-hmm. sitting by myself and like I had moved in the sixth grade. So I yeah. wasn't like as entrenched in the group because everyone like from when they were kids they would be Mm -hmm. friends their parents were friends so I was just like always felt like an outsider yeah um yeah high school was not fun for me I'll be honest that's why I'm a comedian because I had high school bullies like that's the my origin story well my parents divorced and my high school bullies we all have several reasons Rain, were you bullied or did you ever what was your experience of that uh, you know, like some upperclassmen here and there. I never yeah. had like that one bully mm-hmm. that like I was scared had to avoid. Sure, but I, uh, you're gonna encounter it in high school, middle school. Yeah, I had a kid the first day of kindergarten put gum. I had really nice new turtle teenage mini turtle TV t- uh, tennis shoes, and he reached under the bus seat and put gum on the back of them so that when I stood up there was just like a line of gum between my two shoes and boy that fucking wrecked my first like five six years of school <laughs> like every day wow. thir- third grade fourth grade i was still in my head like ah that fucking asshole you know put gum on my shoes uh but Not yeah I, too often that the gum chews you up thank you right uh okay so then you eventually when you when did you you move to canada you go to college uh when did stand up become a thing or you know like or when did you did you already know yuck when you were... Oh, yeah, yuck yucks. No. <laughs> no. When did you decide that you wanted to perform or and that kind of stuff? When did that hit? Well, when I was in the 12th grade, I really wanted to do something for the talent show. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do some comedy. I was just always so shy. Yeah. I was... Until now, I still have some form of social anxiety. Yeah. Um, Can I and... tell you that I think that's funny? Because I think of you as somebody who is very... I don't know what the word would be, but like not socially anxious. Really? Or maybe if you have it, you you combat it in a really interesting way. And I have repeated several times the story of we went, we were we met, we were in Memphis, Tennessee. We were at a mm-hmm. festival, and uh, a great comic, Baron Vaughn, headlined. And we all went to the show, and it was really good. And I have met Baron. I he's done my show. I know him. I email with him. We're walking out, and I just say, "Good set." And then you're behind me and you go, Baron, you did my show. And you talk to him. And then he has like a conversation with you. And I'm like, fuck, why didn't I do that? You know? Okay. I will say something though, Patrick, is yeah. that I kind of, re- okay. It's not like I had this amazing conversation. It's like, hi, Baron. I was like, we both are friends with this comic. Her name is yeah. Hodo. That's all I said. And like, I don't even feel like he remembers me uh, now. In my yeah. head, you guys became buddies. And no. then I lost out on like, you know, the next, like I could have been on Frank and the, uh, what, Grace and Frankie or whatever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was- Tom Servo. Yeah, right? He's Tom Servo. Here's the thing. I will say when I was, we met a few years ago. This was mm-hmm. like maybe three years ago. I was what made, I was less socially anxious then, I think. Mm-hmm. I think the older I get, um, I just- I also think my anxiety's gotten a bit worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, though, that it's different depending on the situation we're in. I mean, when we were in Memphis, I feel like 
you and I hit it off and there were some other people I knew yeah. and I felt like more, I was more myself because I had been hanging out with friends all day. So my, my own self was open, mm-hmm. but let's say I'm, I go to New York or I go to LA and I'm doing a show and there's a comic who I'm a fan of, or just someone who I'm on the show with. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, it's not easy for me to, I'm all, I'm in my head and I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, nor have them like you, uh, like, uh, just hoping hoping they don't bully you you know (laughs) yeah 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 oh did you go to high school with me no (laughs) so it's not like it comes and goes and Uh i recently did a show in a living room i swear to god i had so much well you know this is comedy i know i know but that's such a thing that like i uh, six months ago that you're like oh weird but now it's like yes of course go on (laughs) Yeah, now I'm like looking back, I'm like, why did I even have like I should yeah. have cherished that moment? Yeah, I had so because with comedy, there's a stage, there's mm-hmm. distance, there's I there's space between me and the audience, like they can get to know me, but they're at a safe distance. Yes. Whereas when you're in a living room, there's no microphone, nope, there's no stage, there's lighting, so you can see their eyeballs, like mm-hmm. and. Ooh. Right, the intimacy is there, and it's so scary. And I ha- literally was hiding behind a coat rack <laughs> the whole time before the show started. Oh my gosh, that's I like I haven't. I Reem, have you done any of these online comedy shows yet? Uh-uh. I I have one booked on Wednesday. I'm doing a like one of those shows where I'm in my apartment and I'm supposed to do stand up to the camera or whatever for a show that's in Chicago, I guess. And wow. I haven't, I haven't done any of these shows. I haven't watched any of these shows. So like, I don't even know Dang. what I'm supposed to do yet, you know? And then like on, for Saturday. So for this week's Saturday is supposed to be our jackknife comedy show. And we're doing an online version, but we're not doing the thing where people like, you, where you like Skype in or whatever. We are just showing. Jackknife 70, right? It's Jackknife 70. Yeah. And we have, we're doing, we have eight. You should have just called it after the last one. <laughs> just ended it at 69 we have yeah. uh we have eight comedians who have done the show over the last year who have really good tapes from when they did the show and so we're just gonna put together <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah, exactly. we tried for nine we tried for nine we tried for nine but they got real racist at the end so we had to cut them uh this but is we want everything you yeah. should know about comedy. Yeah, you book a monthly show with ten mm-hmm. acts each, and yep. over the course of the whole year, only eight people had good sets. But they're really good <laughs> sets, okay? Uh, but we want to post that up somehow. But we haven't even Gideon and I, you know, our my friend Gideon, he's dumb as shit. He didn't know how to do nothing, and so we're trying to figure <laughs> out the way to do it because, like, it would be fun to like drop it as like a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live video. But who's watching yeah. that? Like who? No one's watching. And the yeah. and Zoom is terrifying. Like just last <laughs> night, there was a show. They did a show in New York. Did a, a Zoom show. And I guess you send out the link, and anybody can go watch. And I guess somebody just turned their mic on and started saying fucking crazy, racist, ridiculous stuff. And there was enough people in there that they couldn't figure out who it was. So it's like, well, how do I even no. supposed to fucking do this stuff? I don't know. Uh, okay, so you want to perform in high school? That's what you, your senior year. Did you end up doing something? No, I just did an intro off the top, mm-hmm. to like a programming, whatever, and that was it. Yeah. And then um, I moved to Montreal, and then in my dorm room, I would watch YouTube videos of stand-up. I had never really yeah. consumed stand-up as an art form before, mm-hmm. so I would watch Wanda Sykes and Ellen yeah. DeGeneres. Um, I would also watch a lot of late-night shows, a lot of segments they would have, and um, Whose yeah. Line Is It Anyway I loved. Yeah. 
Um, I'm Re- Reem. What's happening? What's going on, buddy? You okay? Are you doing? <laughs> oh, I let the dog out for a second. Okay. Uh, Every time you move, she sat mud oh. and, got, uh, and got a bath. Okay. And uh, she's in the crate next to me and crying. Oh. So I wanted to check how wet she sure. was. Every time you move, I assume you're getting ready to pass out or throw up or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a nightmare! We are all living in a nightmare. I. Uh, Okay, so then you... Hey! Yeah? Oh. You know, uh, historically, uh, we're we're in one of the better pandemics. (sighs) I hate when you have that attitude. I love the word... I mean, I I don't know if this is... Okay, I love the word bubonic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially with chronic. Yeah, chronic bubonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's such a funny word. It is. It is. You know, and we're stuck with also, Corona. Yeah. No. Right. Why do I get the shitty yeah. girl, name of a white girl going to Coachella? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coachella. <laughs> Call the virus Coachella. That's at least fun. Everybody, everybody blames that plague of the rats, but it was the fleas. Thank you. Huh? Right? Uh-huh. Uh. God damn, you know word I you know what I really like the sound of you say you like the 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 sound of the word bubonic? I love Jean Benet Ramsey. I just think that's fun. <laughs> uh, so many syllables. Yeah, yeah, have fun with them. Yeah. Is, uh, is her first name Jean Benet? Or yeah. is Benet her middle name? Uh, it's Jean Benet because she was married to Lisa Benet from the Cosby show. It's no, you're real. thinking of uh, uh Liddy Kravitz. Uh, no, no, Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, and we're back. Uh, anyways, uh, so Nor, you're watching all these Canada or watching all this stand up in Canada, uh, and you're going to college. What was what did you study in college? Finance. Oh, money. Yeah. So you're probably heartbroken about the stock markets now, right? Huh? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Stock market is down. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Okay, yeah. we're all, we're all down. You don't yeah. see me complaining to CNN every five minutes, Patrick. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yourself I don't together. even know how stocks work. <laughs> me know? neither. You know? They just, I, they're up or they're down. Or I don't know. I don't give a shit. Uh, okay, so then when when did you start performing? It's, all, you, it's all made up. Yeah. Andrew, there's a whole up. Hamilton, the whole musical. That's what it's about. It's about Hamilton inventing the fucking American Stock Exchange. Ugh. But I mean, it's got some catchy tunes. Uh, nor so when you were when did you start performing at in college was there like any sort of uh, campus stand up or did you start doing it in Montreal I did uh, yeah so I did a sketch comedy show for the I was a member I was a board member of the McGill Arab Student Association thank you so much thank you I was VP finance for two years I reelected thank you so much Uh, did you ever uh, run for president no it's too Uh, much uh, responsibility I don't care yeah uh you know, you just put some. You you suppose you can put something on your resume for when you're applying for a job. Yeah. So I did that, and then we had a uh, a talent show, which I did some sketch comedy for, and I was like, I just love comedy so much, I gotta do this. So the summer I graduated, I did an open mic night at a comedy club that no longer exists, but it's called it was called Jimbo's Comedy Works in Montreal. Ooh. It was like you know what do you think of, um like a stereotypical dingy comedy sh- comedy yeah. club it was like yeah. upstairs it smelled it smelled of alcohol mm-hmm. uh, the 
the floors were carpeted. They hadn't probably been washed in years. The mm-hmm. heating didn't work. Like it was just like a, sh- it was your pinnacle. It's what we think of comedy club. That's what it was. Yeah. But when I started, it was like a magical place for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see any of that. I was just like, I just want to do this and I want to be good at it. Yeah. So I did an open mic. I did two open mics that summer that I graduated. First went great. Second was so terrible. Yeah. I did not do comedy again for two years. Oh, shit. Yeah, two years. Yeah. yeah. Because also I had started a job. At, I got a job at a bank. Mm-hmm. And when you're, a, you know, when you're an international student, like you got to get a job to stay in the country. Yeah. Um. I had a visa mm-hmm. because in Canada, if you where are you for, guys? Like you gotta figure guys, things out. Up. Yeah. Okay, I think it's my. I think my internet connection is being weird. But are you guys still good? Hello. I'm okay. Okay. Oh, cool. see you. oh, there you are. Okay, I think we're back. I think my internet connection just kind of froze up, and so since I'm recording it, I don't want it to break down. Okay. Anyways, so go ahead. What you were saying there? What was I? Oh, so my dad was like, uh, "If you don't find a job soon, you got to move back to Jordan." Yeah. And so he said, October twenty fifth. Um, it's uh, there's a flight from Montreal to Am- Amman. You're gonna be on it if you don't get a job by then, and then. Mm-hmm. Like literally three weeks before that, I got a job and my start date was Monday, October 25th. Holy shit. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And so and then so, you were saved. To, yeah. And then uh, stuck to, loved the bank job, was good at it, mm-hmm. was learning a lot, was making money, which is like, you know, for someone who's never made money before, it was like in yeah. great and you feel so good about yourself. Oh, yeah. And, Comedy was always in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. and I was studying for this exam called the CFA, the Chartered Financial Analyst. Mm-hmm. Like it's a certificate that a lot of people in finance get, um, and I was just miserable. And mm-hmm. I was like, "What would make me feel better?" And it's like, "I want to do comedy again." So I started doing it, and I started in April 2012. Mm-hmm. My 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 comedy anniversary is coming up. Me too, dude. When's your anniversary? Mine is April 14th, 2011. Oh I'm April 11, 2012. Look at that. Oh, oh wow. That's great. And Reem just had his. His was in February of 2011. Oh. So look at yeah, us. We're a... all doing it. And now we, and yeah. when was the, can I ask you this? When was the last, because yours, your answer will be better. When was the last time you did stand up in like a room full of people? Nor. Me or Reem? Who are you? You, you, Nor, be... sorry. That would be uh, Friday March the 13th. March the 13th. Mine was uh, the March. Oh my God. March 11th. Yeah. March 11th. I did stand up at Branded Saloon. I was chasing that fantastic JFL tape, which I don't even think they're going to do this year. So who gives a fuck? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. This is like the longest in like a few years I've been. Since like 2017, I think the longest stretch without at least doing an open mic or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's insane. It's, it's Comics are going crazy. Like people don't understand the need of our need to like get on stage and yeah. tell jokes. Well, some of them are copied by posting cookie videos. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in that kind of way, like we, I've, I've talked about this with a bunch of friends of mine and like, so some people have the opinion of like, fuck, everybody's doing content. Everybody's going live. 
but everybody is different. And so like, I literally, my brain breaks. Like if I can't go do something. So like I be either get really dark and go like panic attack, miserable, or I create a dumbass video around my apartment and I don't like the feeling of going live. I don't, I don't have a good idea for it. But if I did, I would do it every fucking day, you know? I've, I've mm-hmm. shot like three or four different versions of basically Patrick Hasty reads Twitter. And it's where I have Zoom on my Twitter and I'm scrolling through and it's two minutes and 20 seconds long so I can drop it on Twitter. And I've done like three or four of them, but I don't like any of them enough to be like, here's my thing for the quarantine, right? But also I think, that if your opinion is like, just go live your life, stay at home, play video games. You don't have to be constantly creating stuff. That's fine too. That's how you handle it. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm a comic and I'm a writer and I work from home a lot, but mm-hmm. I will tell you that working from home is very different than working from home during a pandemic. Yeah. 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 Like don't be hard on yourself. It's very stressful. Mm-hmm. You, If you want to take three days off and do nothing except watch movies or sit at home on your couch or like do nothing, like, Patrick, where yeah. did you go? Am I frozen? I you guys froze, so I just assumed I think you just guys froze were still. Up. Yeah, I was assuming, I was hoping you guys were still going strong because my thing froze up. Do you guys see? She me? was. She's making a great point. I heard it. All I right. hope. So I'm just uh-huh. hoping that the point was recorded. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. So yeah. here's what we're gonna do. Nor, I believe you. I love you. I think you're great. We uh, we want to ask one more thing. Now, now you're a stand up. You perform. You write. You're Wait, fantastic. why did you say I be- I believe you? Why would I lie? I don't believe it's not that I it's just I missed whatever it was that you said in that point. Oh, so okay. I'm gonna believe whatever it was was true and good. And, uh, what I want to ask before we wrap up because I feel like we're getting there. Uh, what is stuff? Is there a Jordanian food or is there something that when you go home when you go back to my what is something that you get right away or what's something that your family makes that you love? What's your shit? Okay, this is a multi answer. Yeah, this is a okay. When my dad picks me up from the airport, he has a hummus and falafel sandwich for me in the car. Mm. It's hot, yep, and it's fresh and it's amazing. Um, is my, that from anywhere, or is it? Is there a certain place that he has it from, or did he prepare it? No, he doesn't prepare it. Oh yeah. The thing is, hummus and falafel is so affordable in Jordan. Sure. It's so cheap. Like, it's like I can't, I can't believe you pay eight dollars for it here. It's a ripoff. Yeah. Um. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least we we have the carts in New York that help with uh, a little bit of the price control. Yeah, there. right. Um, but I'm not paying eight dollars for that. No, it's like literally it would be a dollar or two in Jordan. Two mm-hmm. is like if you got the the fancy jumbo version. Yeah. Um, there's a place near where we live where he picks it up for me. Um, and uh, I remember every morning. So every Friday we would uh go to visit my granddad and on the Mm -hmm. way we would pick up hummus and falafel sandwiches and eat them in the car and that's just like always a fun memory yeah Yeah. um there's this one dish that my aunt makes me it's these vine leaves that are stuffed with uh rice tomatoes and ground beef like Mm -hmm. this stuffing and then you put them in a pot and then you cook them and then you flip it over and it's my favorite dish it's Mm -hmm. like oh it's incredible it melts in your mouth i love Um, stuffed stuff Stuffed yeah. stuff is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you guys ever have stuffed uh, peppers, bell peppers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what my mom makes. Like, that's my mom's, like, go-to make all the time is bell peppers stuffed with, like, You hate it, right? Oh, yeah. I think it sucks shit. I don't like, uh, I don't like vegetables. What? I don't eat veggies. I don't have a good diet. But uh, you just, Don't you just take the meat out and then you have meatloaf? Uh, 
sometimes with when I was a kid, my mom would make that stuff. I would just not eat the pepper and I would make her make me one without onions and like, you know, tomatoes or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. What about sweets? Were you ever sweets? Oh my God. Yes. So fresh baklava and knafe in Jordan is mm-hmm. to die for. Yeah. Um, I'd say knafe, which is, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like cheese at the bottom and mm-hmm. then this grated nut thing at the top and it melts in your mouth Ooh. and it's just so good. That sounds very good. God damn, that sounds good. Is there a way, do you have any good, like, could you get that in Canada and in Toronto? Right I would now? have to go to the suburbs, but there's places to get <laughs> okay, it. Yeah. Cool. What's, yeah. can I ask, and this might be a real dumb question, but what's shawarma? Shawarma? Is, shawarma? is that Middle Eastern? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to do this. That's fine. I'm so sorry, guys. It's just okay. audio. Right, I've been doing it's, it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Reem, <laughs> we watched Reem die on camera a little bit ago. So, um, so shawarma is, a, is the sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's a shawarma. Um, saying shawarma sandwich is, wouldn't make sense. It's like yeah. saying a TT, you know? Gotcha. Like, An ATM machine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shawarma and um, uh, it's a pita bread. It's the pita bread, and then you put the meat in it, and then yeah. all the other. But we don't put the condiments that people put here. Again, yeah. Why is there lettuce in shawarma? Sand? Like I hey, don't understand. Oh, we, we put lettuce in everything. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Shawarma is only you supposed to put garlic. Yeah. Tomatoes, mm-hmm. pickles, and that's it. Sure. That's yeah. it. Maybe tahini. Mm-hmm. Tahini, sure. That's it. Why no, are there beets in this sandwich? This is I, a hate crime. <laughs> I, <went to, laughs> I went to Windsor when I was I was doing shows in Detroit last year, and I went to Windsor and got uh went to a place like a like a fast food shawarma place called Shawarma Mama, and I got it because it was the only place that had veggie poutine, and uh-huh. it was so funny because it was like. I went in there and it's a shawarma place. And I was like, uh, can I just get the veggie poutine? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what is it? What's it made of? And she's like, uh, and then she just handed me like an industrial sized white bag. And then she's like, here you go. And it was like a white powder mix. And it wasn't like they use mushroom. It was like, they have a bag they rip open. That's like deoxyribonucleic acid and no. shit. And, but it was delicious. I loved it. Uh, of course. But yeah. Um, Goddamn, Noor. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, I had so much fun. Before I go, I will yeah. tell Reem. I mean, yes. you may not know this, but Reem is an Arab name. Oh, what does and it I mean? I looked it up. It means beautiful gazelle. <gasps> Ooh. I've, I've always said you're a beautiful gazelle. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I was uh, Shakira in Zootopia. So. Yeah, that's right. You were. Uh, it, is a, it is a female name. I will say that. Oh, well, with that hair, you could pass. You know? <laughs> uh, God, well, yeah. what, is, what is gender? What are genders? You know, I'm exactly. sorry I even said that. It's Who cares? fluid. It's fluid. It's all fluid. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Nor, the listeners, they love you. They think you're fantastic. Uh, tell them where they can find you on the internet, where plug your Twitter, where they can see these shows you're doing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram um, at Norhadidi, N-O-U-R-H-A-D-I-D-I. I'm posting videos of me doing stand-up in my living room and in the park, and they're insane. Who books that? Who books that? <laughs> um, Allah, he, he books it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Um, yeah, so come by and uh, uh, not my house, but the my, yeah, my, yeah, the, my profile. Right, yeah. Come by my profile and watch my videos and be my friend. Let's yeah, be friends. Uh, Goddamn, thank you so much. Uh, Reem, where can Absolutely. the listeners find you, buddy? 
Reebcore, R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E on Xbox, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah, all of those places. All of them. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. Fuck it's not you. happening. But, We're not uh, plugging live shows. You can't do that. <laughs> uh, it's a fun bit. Uh, you can find me at Patrick Casey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-J-S-T-I-E. PatrickCasey.com for all coming shows and dates. That's also not a sentence that matters anymore. Uh, go to, though, here's the thing. I talked about it last week. I've actually, it's out now. I put out a, kind of like a tour log uh, comedy thing from when Gideon and James Doyle and I went on tour in 2017. Go to my Twitter or my YouTube and look up uh, Whales and Beasts, a comedy thing. It's just like a 25-minute kind of crazy tour video full of sketches and stand-up and stuff that we shot uh, back back in the better time. Uh, so go watch that, because I don't want it to die at like 70 YouTube views, you know? Uh, but anyways, tell your friends, uh, be cool, be never cool. die, and as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here! here. To brain machine. That was right. so much Dark fun. Up. Thanks, guys. Oh, you guys are amazing. This was very fun, I and this was—it made me gave me confidence. Reem, I don't think we have to start doing the best. Yes. Yeah.